I would trust that your Lenten journey this year is bringing so much revelation, so much strength in your life. We are now more than halfway in our journey towards Easter. Amen? So I believe by this time, things are beginning to happen in your life. The first part when we started with Lent, I emphasized the need for us to be renewed in our life. I emphasized that the purpose of our discipline, prayer, fasting, giving, the goal of that is to be changed. Amen? The goal of our prayers, the goal of our disciplines, the goal of our journey is for us to experience the newness of life in Christ. Or some of us, we call it the resurrection life. May pagbabago sa buhay natin. What is the use of Christianity if we continue to live our lives, the old life of sin, and continue in that? The closer we come to Christ, the more we walk with Christ, the more our lives would begin to change. Look at the gospel today, and we are going to talk about renewal of life, transformation of life. And as we look at the gospel, I am reminded of a story of a pastor in China. When the government started to confiscate the Bibles, the government issued a decree in China, Communist China, to take all the Bibles out of Christians and burn them. So merong isang pastor, when, when the Bible was being taken from him, he was able to rip a page. May napunit siya na page. And he ripped a page in the Bible and kept it. And all the Bibles were burned. Walang natirang Bible doon, sinunog lahat. And this pastor was able to keep a page of that Bible. And when he went home, he opened that page. That page of the Bible contained John 3.16. And doon sa page na yon. And that pastor started to go underground in the church, started to talk to people and share the gospel with them with only one page of the Bible. And it contained John 3.16. For 10 years, that pastor labored in China under the threat of persecution and death. He labored in China with just one page of the Bible and in 10 years' time, thousands came to Christ by his preaching with just one page of the Bible. Why am I reminded of that? Because our gospel today once again mentioned John 3.16. Can we say John 3.16 all together? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. 
I'm glad that we can still memorize that. Keep that because you will need that when you go out on a mission, when we go out to share the gospel. John 3.16 should be part of our lives. But John 3.16 is much effective when we share that with our lives changing as well. Many times we share the word of God, many times we share the gospel, but we do not allow the gospel to change our lives. We tell people that they should be redeemed when in our life we do not look like we are redeemed. Okay? Our longing every day is for us to change. How many of you gusto niyo na wala na yung pandemic? Okay? Every day we pray, every day we long and we shout to God and we plead before God, Lord, kunin mo na tong pandemic. Our world has to change now. Okay? Ayaw na natin to. We want to see changes around us. On the level of family, there are husbands and wives who constantly pray to God and they say, Lord, sana magbago na yung asawa ko. Sana magbago na yung husband ko. There are parents today who, who come before God and plead with God, sana magbago na yung mga anak ko. We want everything around us to change. We yearn to change. Some people say, sana magbago na ang church. I was watching a sermon last night of a Roman Catholic priest who is so frustrated with what's going on with the church. And sabi niya, sana magbago na ang church. We long, we pray, we plead with God that everything around us would change. But today, the gospel has something to share with us about the change that we long for. That change we long for is not so much the change that we want to see around us. That change has to happen first in our own life. Sometimes we pray that our wife would change or our husband would change when in reality, tayo dapat ang magbago. We want the people around us to change. We feel so miserable, so unhappy dahil sa mga tao na nakapalibot sa atin. And we want them to change so we can be happy. And when they change, nothing happens to you. I talked to a man, sabi niya, sana magbago na, Father, magbabago na ako. Magbabago na ako ng asawa. No? Magbabago na ako ng bahay. Magbabago na ako ng sasakyan. I will change. I will reinvent my life. Then he is much worse today than the last time we talked. Okay? Masyado parang miserable ang buhay niya. Because change has to start within us. When we come to Christ and come to follow Christ, it's not other people who needs to change. It's not the government who needs to change. When we follow Christ, we are, we are prompted to change ourselves. Our theme today talks about the truth. And that is what we're going to discuss because truth is very important in our renewal of our life there are two parts in our gospel today the first part talks of the love of god okay for god so loved the world 
that He gave His only begotten Son. So it talks about the love of God. That's the first part. Then it talks about faith, believing in the Son of God. Then the second part talks about light and truth. So dalawang part yung gospel natin. The first part talks of the love and faith. Then the second part talks of light and truth. So I would like to read that part of the gospel, the second part, which will be the subject of our talk this morning. We go back to the gospel in John chapter 3, and I would like to read from verse 20 to 21. And this is what it says here. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. Everyone who does the truth comes to the light. So you notice again, it talks of the truth and it talks about the light. Now what does it have to do with transformation? What does it have to do with our changed lives? You see, we can never change our lives because change has to start from the inside. Kaya yung mga sinasabi nilang, let's reinvent our life. Let us reconstruct our life so sad because we cannot do that. We do not have the ability to change our life. The only person I know who can change our life is Christ. So if we want to experience that newness of life, then we have to come to Christ and let Christ reinvent our life. Amen? Hindi natin kaya sa sarili natin. That's what St. Paul said in the book of Romans. What I want to do, I do not do. What I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. We are caught in a dilemma. Sabi niya, paano na lang ako? What I want to do, I, I do not do. What I don't want to do, this I keep on doing. Who will rescue me from this body of sin? Then St. Paul answered his own question, sabi niya, that thanks be to God through Jesus Christ. Okay? Nakakapagod na yung buhay natin. There was a point in my life, I just got tired of my life. Lent naman ngayon, so let me confess. As a priest, as a servant of the Lord, we are not immune and exempted from the problems that we would face in life. In my life as a priest, there was a point in my life that I got so disappointed with the people that work with me in the church. And every day I would wake up, wala akong gana magpray because of my disappointments. Sometimes I would pray and I feel yung prayer ko hindi umaabot nga sa bubong ng bahay namin eh. 
There was so much dryness in me because of my my frustrations with the people, my disappointment. The people I expect to rise up in the church, they're not doing anything. And I came to a point that I, I now begin to get angry with them. I begin to resent them. And before long, I begin to develop that same feeling towards my family. I became disappointed with my children, my wife, and everyone. Parang naging galit ako sa mundo. And I know it is wrong. I know it's not good to stay that way. And so inside, I was crying, I need to change. But I cannot change myself. I'm so angry. I know I need to pray, but I don't feel like praying anymore because of my frustration. I know kailangan kong gawin to, but I cannot do it anymore. I got tired for a couple of years my family we lived in poverty we live in that environment nakakain kami ngayon and we don't know saan namin kukunin yung pagkain namin bukas and I don't want that kind of life. Tinitingnan ko sa scripture, sabi ko, dapat, if you are a servant of the Lord, dapat mayaman tayo. Dapat hindi tayo nag-worry sa pagkain natin. Dapat. But here am I in my situation. I was experiencing that. I look at my children, walang nagre-reklamo sa kanila. Because I made it a rule in my house that whatever is set in the table, we will give thanks to God. I learned that from our bishop. There was never a time na sinabi ni Bishop sa akin, pasensya ka na muna, ganitong ulam natin. He never does that. Kahit anong ulam namin, he would always say, give thanks to the Lord, this is His blessing to us. And I carried that over in my family. I taught my children to be thankful always, kahit na wala ng ulam dyan, kahit kanin lang yan, be thankful to God. But deep inside me, I was having that frustration and disappointment. Every night, I will cry to God in desperation. Why am I seeing these things in my life? Then inside me, I was longing to change. I want to change. I'm tired of poverty. I'm tired of being angry with people. I am tired of being disappointed. My life was miserable. I kept blaming others for my situation until I finally came to my senses. I came before God and I said to God, if, I will, if you will not change my life, you better kill me now. I need to change. And praise God, the Lord dealt with me. Yung mga sinasabi kong dapat magbago to, dapat magbago yan, dapat magbagong sitwasyon ko. No, they do not need to change. I begin to realize that the problem was me. There was so much hatred, so much anger inside me. There is so much darkness in me. And God said, you need to change. And the only way darkness would be removed in our life if we experience ourselves to the light of Christ. Darkness will never flee without the light of Christ inside us. 
Sa sobrang pagod ko, I came before God. I talked to my bishop. Kinakausap ko yung bishop natin. He is my spiritual father. And you know, during those times na kinakausap niya ako, walang pumapasok sa isip ko. I was so hurt. I was so disappointed in life. Even good counsel will not enter my mind. Have you experienced that one time? Kinakausap ka, hindi pumapasok sa isip mo. You're just so hurt. Then finally, I came before Christ. And I said, I'm tired. I'm really tired of my life. I need to change. And this gospel today reminded of me of that situation in my life. Then he talks about coming and doing the truth. When you talk about truth, you are talking about God's revelation to you. God is showing you Himself. Yan ang katotohanan. When God tells you something, that is the truth. Okay? Kahit ano pa, pag sinabi ni Lord, katotohanan yan. You may not agree with it. You may not even see the logic behind what He's saying. But if it comes from God and it's God revealing that to you, it's the truth. Okay? Amen? And why is the truth important to us? Because ang sabi dito, He who does the truth comes to the light. He who does the truth. What does it mean to do the truth? He who practices the truth. He who lives by the truth, these are the only ones who would come to the light. You will never come to the light unless you start doing what God reveals to you. You know? We would like the blessing, but we don't like the responsibility. We like the benefits without the burden of the responsibility. In other words, we don't want the truth. In verse 20, sabi niya, everyone practicing evil hates the light. I am not coming to the light because I practice evil. There are people who love darkness more than the light. I, I remember the words of St. Augustine. Sabi niya, Lord, change me. Lord, save me, but not yet. Wag muna. Because he is enjoying his life of sin. Oh, ipagpaliban mo muna. Save me kung malapit na akong mamatay. But now, hayaan mo muna ako. I want to enjoy my sin. There are people today who enjoy sin. And the more we enjoy sin, the more we practice sin, the more we would hate the light. But the gospel today says, he who practices the truth, he who lives by the truth will come to the light. It is the light of God's presence that would change our life. When you talk of the light, you're talking about the presence of God. His presence that is full of grace. The presence of God that is so full of hope. The presence of God that is so full of the assurance of His love. That's why John 3.16 talks of the love of God for us. You know, God so loved you. God so loved you. But you never embrace that truth. 
Why? Because you do not practice the truth. If we will only embrace John 3.16 in our lives, you would see so many changes in your life. So truth is God's revelation. Whatever he says, whatever he reveals, that is the truth. Now everyone who would embrace the truth, anyone who would embrace the truth and begin to respond to the truth properly, you will come to the light. The light is God's presence. The light is God's presence, full of His love, full of hope. You know, you will begin to experience that presence of God when you start practicing the truth, when you start responding to what God is telling you. I'll give you an example. Again, in my life, the season of Lent, confession tayo ngayon. No, I confess. There was a point in my life I became angry with one person. Nagalit talaga ako sa isang tao. And I said to God, I know I cannot enter heaven unless I forgive this person. Pero Lord, hayaan mo muna ako. One day, pag malapit na akong mamatay, I will forgive him. But as of now, I will not forgive this person. This person hurt me so much, I will not forget what he did to me. Sa sobrang galit ko. And because I refused to forgive that person, I was in misery. I suffered poverty. I suffered frustration. I suffered disappointments. I suffered anger controlling my life. To the point that I cannot breathe anymore. Hindi na ako makahinga. I'm so tired. And God would always say the truth. Forgive. And I refuse to listen to that. My prayer is now affected. Ayaw ko nang magpray. Why? Because every time I would pray, God will always say, forgive. He will always bring me back to His Word. He is revealing Himself to me. He's telling me something. And I refuse to respond properly. I hate the light. I cannot enter the light. Why? Because I refuse to practice the truth. And finally, nung pagod na pagod na ako, and I came to God, my children were sick, nagkakasakit na yung mga anak ko. I was sick. We experienced so much bad things and mga bagay na hindi ko ma-describe. So I came before God and I said, Okay. 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 Very painful, but yes, okay. I will forgive this person. Tomorrow, I will go to this person and I will give him a very big smile. No? Smile, though your heart is aching. Diba? Sa smile ka lang kahit masakit sa puso mo. And so, I, I went to this person. Pinintay talaga ni Lord. I could sense God watching me. Okay, dyan na siya. Anong gawin mo? Nisip ko bukas na lang. Tomorrow again, I will smile at him. No? But the Lord said, no, it's, it's now or never. So I went to this person, and for how many months, hindi ko tinitingnan yung tao na yan. I never looked at him in the eye, I never smiled at him. 
for the first time in how many months, almost a year, I went to him and I looked at him in the eye and I smiled. What did I do? I start practicing what God told me to do. It's the truth. When I practiced the truth, when I started forgiving and smiling at this person, something happened inside me. I went home singing. I went home praising God. My circumstances did not change. My problems are still the same, but something changed in me. I went home looking at my problems, but this time I look at my problems full of hope someday they're going to change. I had the assurance. And no matter how bad life is, you become aware that there is a Father who loves you. Anuhin mo yung buhay na masayang-masayang buhay, you have everything, wala naman nagmamahal sa'yo. But even if you're going through difficulties in life, even if you're going through a crisis, knowing that someone loves you, loves you enough to die for you, that is enough to go through life, to go through life with joy and peace in your heart. See, we embrace the truth. We practice the truth. Because Jesus said here, he who does the truth, he who practices the truth, he comes to the light. Unless you respond properly to God's revelation, to what God is telling you, unless you obey what he's telling you, you can never enter that light. That light of God's presence is the only powerful force in the universe and in heaven that can change the life of a person. Some people struggle with loving others. May nakakausap ako, sabi niya, nagsastruggle ako to love others. Why? Because, sabi niya, I only love people that I can benefit from. Have you experienced that? You love only those who could love you back. In other words, gumagamit ka lang ng tao to enjoy your life. There are many Christians like that. They can never love someone na walang benefit sa kanila. Maybe you could love your wife. I asked a person, sabi ko, why do you love your wife? Sabi niya, because she makes me happy. So you, you love your wife because of what your wife can give you. She makes me happy. What if one day you wake up, she does not make you happy anymore? And sabi niya, di goodbye. Okay? Yung mga pag-ibig natin, the love that we have, masyadong mababaw and it frustrates us. We want to go deeper in our lives. We would even long to love someone na wala kang hinahanap at wala kang iniisip na kunin sa kanila. You know? This is what Jesus Christ says, love your enemies. Can you get something good from your enemies? Nothing. But if you change, if you come to the light of Christ, He would create a change in your heart 
that you would even love your enemies. You will not use people anymore. You will not manipulate people anymore. God never manipulates us because He loves us. Tells us the truth. So this is what the gospel is saying to us today. The only way for us to experience a radical change, a deep change in our life, is when we learn to come to Christ, to come and expose ourselves to the light. And the only way we can do that is to start practicing the truth. Start doing what God is telling you. The moment you start doing that, you enter into that light. <coughs> Excuse me. I will give you a prayer, and after this, we will proceed. This prayer is a prayer of a famous bishop which my father loved so much, Bishop Fulton Sheen. He said in his prayer, every day he would wake up and he would ask God for this prayer. Sabi niya, <coughs> Illumine my mind with your truth. Illumine my mind with your truth and strengthen my will to follow it. It's one thing to know the truth. It's another thing to practice the truth. Amen? To know the truth, the mind should be renewed. To practice the truth, your will has to be strengthened by the grace of God. So yung prayer niya, sabi niya, illumine my mind with your truth and strengthen my will to follow it. And so, keep that prayer in your heart. Every day ask God to give you the truth so you can embrace it and practice it. Then, you enter into His light. Shall we stand?